Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrick, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great week, and thanks to Jake Crumpler for covering as usual. I'm here to recap your Sunday on the Diamond, get you ready for Monday, where we have 10 games of action for you. So let's get cracking on the news and notes from Sunday. Diamondbacks catcher Gabriel Moreno was placed on the I.O. with shoulder inflammation. It's apparently been bothering him for a few weeks. That's why he's been limiting his playing time. Carson Kelly has been getting extra playing time and should be the everyday catcher for the Diamondbacks for the foreseeable future. No timetable yet for Moreno. He's just day-to-day at, well, after the 10 games, of course, but they haven't put anything lengthier on the 10 games so far. Yankees had a, a slew of things on Sunday. They activated Greg Allen and Jake Bowers from the IL, sending Oswaldo Cabrera and Franchi Cordero back to AAA. In their game on Sunday, Glaber Torres left Sunday's game with hip discomfort. He's considered day-to-day, and there are no scheduled tests at this time to see the severity of the hip injury. Texas Rangers' Nate Eovaldi will be skipped in his next start versus the Houston Rangers. His velocity was down again in his last outing, even though he was successful. It's been a rough go for Eovaldi over the last month, give or take. Manager Bruce Bochy said, there are already plans in place for the final month of the season to skip starts for all of their starting pitchers, so this is just a chance to give Eovaldi a breather. We shall see on that one. St. Louis Cardinal Nolan Gorman, his back tightened up on Sunday, and he will need a few days to uh, come back, according to the Cardinals. Taylor Motter was recalled from double or, or from AAA, and he started at second base on Sunday. So no I else didn't yet for Gorman. They're hoping just some, uh, some therapy and whatnot over the next couple of days will get him back in the Cardinals lineup. More Cardinals news. Adam Wainwright, he'll return from the IL on Monday. He's going to be held to a pitch count of around 65 pitches as they ease him back into the rotation. More Cardinals news. Lars Newbar, he left Sunday's game with a right heel soreness, and he's considered day-to-day. He missed some time on the IL a while back. He's been playing very well over the last week or so, so this is a big blow to fantasy managers and the Cardinals when it comes to Lars Newbar. Yanni Chirinos was DFA'd by the Rays last week, and then on Sunday he was claimed off waivers by the Atlanta Braves. Best team in baseball, needed pitching depth. Why not go grab Yanni Chirinos, who was kind of successful, kind of a pain when it came to fantasy purposes. The Braves need help so much, they're putting them straight into the rotation. They'll start later this week. In a corresponding move, the the Braves sent Mike Soroka back to AAA, who he's a feel-good story, just hasn't been able to make it happen at the big league level since his return. Alex Fado was recalled on Sunday for the Detroit Tigers, and he made the start on Sunday 
throwing six innings, one hit, no earned, four walks, and two strikeouts. Fado looked really, really good. If you can get the walks in line and up the strikeouts, we have something to deal with in the second half of the season. Colorado Rockies nude. C.J. Crone missed his second straight game with lower back issues. It's just always something right now with C.J. Crone. It's, it's a shame. He's pretty much a lost season for C.J. Crone. He is day-to-day. Chris Bryant also missed Sunday's game after being hit by a pitch on Saturday. He was hit by a pitch on Thursday as well and uh, in his hand. So he's took the day off on Sunday. They're hoping he's back to start the week. Adelise Garcia, similar to Chris Bryant, was hit by pitch Thursday, hit by pitch Saturday. He missed Sunday's game as well after being hit on the hand. For Bryant and Adelise Garcia, both had x-rays negative, so it's just more like pain tolerance and swelling and just giving them a breather from all the hitting of pitches. Clayton Kershaw, he used to have his next bullpen session pushed back, which is usually never a good thing, but uh, Dave Roberts and company were out ahead of this one saying, don't worry, don't worry. This is just precautionary. He's he's fine. He's not hurt. It's just they want to take it really slow with the veteran as the Dodgers need a playoff push and will need him late in the season. Andrew Vaughn, this is this has Luis Robert written all over it from last year for the White Sox, where they just wouldn't put him on the IL. Andrew Vaughn missed his fifth straight game with his foot injury. It's got some bruising. It's sore. Um, it's just crazy that there's one IL him, but uh, he's just day to day. So see what you can do. If I'm in a, I'm gonna have a real tough time if I'm rostering him in like an NFC biweekly roster league. I'm gonna have a hard time rostering him to start the week. So keep an eye on more news about Andrew Vaughn. And then last but not least, Anthony Rendon. Uh, he was shut down from his rehab, and more tests were done on his shin area. It's a severe bone bruise where there's bleeding in the bone. He's basically shut down, and I'd be surprised if we see him this year. We'll see. They're saying it's probably at least a month if not months, plural, well, we have like two months left in the season. So um, this is a big one. It's going to take some time for Rendon to get back with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. All right, everybody, Underdog Fantasy. You want to make some money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. You pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. It's pretty cool stuff, everybody. You make anywhere, like they said, two to five picks. Uh, if you want to, you have to get them all right in one place to get anywhere from three times to 20 times your picks. If you want to ensure your picks, which means you can get one wrong, you have to get at least three right, and you can get anywhere from three to 10 times your picks. It's a great formula over there at Underdog Fantasy. All different types of prop bets between fantasy scoring, strikeouts, earned runs, walks, strikeouts for hitters, total bases, you name it, they got it. A uh, couple early lines that are up as I'm recording right now that I'm really, really invested in for Monday. Luis Castillo over seven strikeouts versus the Minnesota Twins. Twins team striking out 28.4% of the time versus righties in the last month. Castillo struck out 11 Twins this past Wednesday. So keep an eye on that one. Kenta Maeda in that same game over five and a half Ks. Mariners striking out nearly 27% of the time versus righties. Maeda struck out nine Mariners this past week as well. And then I don't think Michael Grove is very good at all. Toronto's bats are heating up a bit. Michael Grove, over two and a half earned runs against the Toronto Blue Jays. I like those three right now. There'll be more to come. The, the odds change throughout the day, so you got to jump on them if you like them or hope they stick around. We shall see. But uh, Pick'ems is a lot of fun over at Underdog Fantasy. And if you're new to Underdog Fantasy, make sure you sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. So you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com or underdog fantasy in the app store. 
Sign up with promo code PitcherList, all one word, and get your deposit doubled up to $100. A couple things, though. You must be at least 18 or over and a president in a state where underdog fantasy operates. 19 or over in Alabama, Nebraska. 21 or over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some of your hitting highlights from Sunday on the Diamond. Luis Rangifo talking about replacing Anthony Rendon. Rangifo, two for four, two home runs, two runs scored, and two RBIs. Keep a track at home. It's two solo shots for Luis Rangifo. Since July 1st, and we've seen him have fantasy relevance from time to time in the past. Since July 1st, Rangifo's hitting 302 now with five home runs, seven runs scored, and eight RBIs. He's got multi-position flexibility, probably still a deeper league play, but keep an eye on him as he could become more 12-team relevant as this continues on. Zach Rimmelard of the Chicago White Sox went two for five with a home run, two runs scored, and two RBIs. Since July 6th, he's hitting 244 with a homer, five runs, five RBIs, and a stolen base. He's not lighting the world on fire, but in your deeper formats, his flexibility and his, uh, his, his production from time to time does give some fantasy goodness. And then my boy Torque, Spencer Torkelson, two for three with a solo shot and a walk on Sunday. Torkelson is just crushing it since July 1st, hitting 271. He's got nine extra base hits, four of those being home runs. Torkelson's also got 12 runs scored and 13 RBIs. If you go even deeper, he's been hot for about a month and a half now. Uh, Torkelson's playing very, very well. The former number one overall pick is finding his stride in the bigs. It's amazing what happens when you let a young player get a little more confidence once in a while. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more information about all the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights on Sunday. Hey, Seuss Lazardo. Filth. Pure filth. Seven innings pitched, one earned, four hits, two walks, 13 strikeouts versus the Colorado Rockies. Lazardo had 26 whiffs and a 38% CSW. On the season now, Lazardo is just putting together a magnificent season. Um, 3-2-2 ERA. 3-4-5 XFIP. He has 144 strikeouts and 120 and a third innings pitched. Back in draft season, it was like, well, how many innings will he has? Can he stay healthy? There's a lot of questions that affected his ADP for, depending on what time of draft season it was. He was a gift for part of draft season, and those that took the chance are reaping the benefits. Luis Medina of the Oakland Athletics, he went five innings, one earned, two hits, three walks, and six Ks versus the Houston Astros. Very good to Houston Astros lineup. Medina had 14 whiffs and a 30% CSW. Um, I've, I've mentioned Medina before. It's kind of been like an every other start thing. He's, he shows tons of promise. Then it's kind of been a couple of rocky starts here and there. But this is back-to-back gems now. Over his last two starts, Medina has 10 and two-thirds innings, one earned run, and 12 strikeouts. Something to potentially build off of here with Luis Medina. He has a very, very live fastball. If he can just like not walk the farm. He still had three walks on Sunday. If he can start to limit the walks more, the strikeouts will be there. Medina can be very effective down the stretch for the Oakland Athletics and potentially fantasy teams. Then Jamison Tyon, he's, he's been a guy I've been keeping an eye on here of late. His last start before the All-Star break was solid. He's come out with two pretty good starts. Since then, on Sunday against the Cardinals, Tyon went five and two-thirds, one earn, seven hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Pretty solid line overall. Over these last three starts, I mentioned with Tyon now, 19 and a third innings pitched, only four in runs, and 14 strikeouts. So maybe, just maybe, we have a sign of things to come with Jamison Tyon. Make sure to tune in the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. 
Some relief pitching highlights from your Sunday. Alex Lang picked up his 17th save of the year for the Detroit Tigers. Lucas Sims picked up his second save of the year for the Cincinnati Reds. Diaz had the day off. Sims picked it up late in the game. Felix Bautista picked up his 28th save of the season. Junior Marte picked up his second save of the year in the 10th inning as uh, Kimbrell pitched in the uh, ninth and got the win. Marte got the save. Marcelo Iglesias picked up his 18th save of the year for the Atlanta Braves. Brian Abreu picked up his third save of the year for the Houston Astros. Ryan Presley had the day off. Carlos Estevez picked up his 23rd save of the year for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Jordan Romano picked up save 27 for the Jays. And then more news here. It's been a rocky, rocky couple weeks here for A.J. Puck. It did not get any better on Sunday. Puck blows another save opportunity, which just blows the door wide open for Tanner Scott, who's been great this season in the back end of the bullpen. That change might be happening sooner than later, so run to your waiver wires. If you can stash relievers, Tanner Scott is one you want to stash alongside the guys like Kevin Ginkle. Make, you, make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, so let's take a quick break before we look at uh, Monday, and let's hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Indrican, a.k.a. Casey Bubba. We have an eight-game main DFS slate. I said there's 10 games on the day. There's a day game, a makeup rain delay, Giants-Tigers starting at 1, 10 p.m. Eastern. There's a three, uh, 640 game in Philadelphia. And then you got an eight-game main slate starting at about 7, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Some bats I'm looking at here. I love Washington versus Carl Kaufman of Colorado and the Colorado bullpen. The Nats have been very pesky. C.J. Abrams has been awesome. we got Candelario, Manises, Lane Thomas. Kyber Ruiz is playing really well. So a lot to like there, and they're very affordable which allows you to pitch, pay for pitching, which we'll talk about shortly. Cleveland versus Ryan Yarbrough is always fine. And then I love Toronto versus Michael Grove. Michael Grove, like I said earlier, I like the over two and a half and runs on underdog. I don't think he's that good. And Toronto bats are heating up. Like they really are. Vladito's getting going. Brandon Belt's hitting home runs. He's cheap on DFS. So there's a lot to like in that game. Pitching side of things, I think I'm paying for pitching for the most part. On Monday, Luis Castillo going up against Minnesota again. He went six innings, 311 Ks last time out. Get the strikeouts, roll with it. Darvish versus Pittsburgh. Darvish has been great since, since the All-Star break, his last two starts. He's given up one total earned run over 12 innings, uh, and the strikeouts, I guess, 16 Ks in those 12 innings. He looks good. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh. Give me some Darvish. And then Kenta Maeda versus Seattle. If you want to go Castillo-Kenta, totally cool with that. That's to- totally fine. So things I'm looking forward to on Monday, Logan Allen potentially building off his last start as he takes on the Royals. Allen struggled, got demoted, struggled in the minors even. 
he came back and made the start when Bieber went down, and he looked great in his return. If he can duplicate that against the Royals, much more confidence for Allen, for fantasy managers, for the Guardians, you name it, they got it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what Logan Allen can put together there. You got Luis Castillo versus Quintamay to take two. They faced off last week, like I mentioned earlier, in Seattle. Both pitched very, very well. Kind of looking forward to seeing how that one pans out. And then we got the Rangers and the Astros kicking off a series here. This is a big one because the Rangers are outstanding this year. You got the Astros, a perennial juggernaut of the AL West, battle for Texas, all the narratives you want to think about. Really fun stuff here. Rangers, Astros, can't wait to check that out. All right, that'll wrap it up, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Before we head on out of here, I want to make sure you all check out PitcherList.com. You guys should be, obviously, if you're listening to this show. But get all the free, awesome content, written content, podcasts, and much, much more they have to offer there. And go support the cause, PL Plus, PL Pro. You will not regret it because it makes the site bigger and better. And you get the Discord, which is amazing. Other content that you can't get anywhere else. So go check out PL Plus, PL Pro. You will not regret it at all. But that'll do it, folks. Another episode in the books. Again, you can find me on Twitter at BDNTREK, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Monday and preview Tuesday. But for now, this was your first pitch podcast Monday, July 24th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.